Welcome back to another episode of Gareth Talks. Thank you for joining the show and thank you for your support. The podcast has seen increasing engagement this year and this episode is as a result of a special request. In fact, this topic is far too involved for one episode. Therefore, I think that we will attempt to unpack this episode over a few weeks. The topic is the millennial problem. This for me is possibly the most dynamic behavioral shift in humanity, professionalism and engagement. There are two sides to the story and both have their benefits, both have their truths, but one for me is not starting with the end in mind. We have the older generation, the leaders of industry, countries and parents etc. saying that when we were young we did this or that, or the youth today are always on their phones, they are entitled, so on and so forth. But times have changed, we are not 40 years ago, we are at the height of a technological boom. We are moving at such a rapid rate that what we know is technically advanced today will be old by this time next year. Therefore one can't stop but see the sense of nostalgia evident in the argument from the baby boomers. Then the millennials think very differently. They have a lack of social skills, they battle to build meaningful relationships and they are reliant on technology to make it through every day. No wonder why we are at a quagmire. Two vastly different ways of thinking and I'm not convinced that either is wrong or right. The listener that asked me to research the topic and speak about it was particularly speaking about the sense of entitlement and the instant gratification. He is a business owner and he's having this issue with his staff. Let's start with the instant gratification part. I believe that we are living in an instant world now. Everything is available to you now, not in a week or a month, immediately. Whatever you want, you can have it now. Then add in digital communication and social media. Microsoft did a study about a year ago about the average attention span of humans. They found that the average attention span is 8 seconds. Take into account the average attention span of a goldfish is 9. We start to understand the scale of the problem. You try and stay engaged on a piece of social media advertising or general post for longer than 8 seconds. It will feel like a year. I also think to a degree, and I might be misunderstood when I say this and there's no malice intended, the world has become very liberal and socially aware. The result here is that everybody is equal. I'm not talking about race here. Discipline is near impossible because as a parent you will be labeled as an abuser, teachers have no control, bullying is on the rise and millennials have been told that they can be whatever they want. They get medals for coming in last, they get participation medals and they have a very different view on the political agendas of the current crop. The result is unconformist, no discipline or an attitude when they get disciplined at work, depression when they realize that they can't be whatever they want and that they don't get rewarded for coming in last. They will turn to technology because on social media they can be whoever they want, paint the picture that they want and fill the void of happiness with a false identity of happiness. I'm coming down quite hard on millennials here but it's not their fault. This is a result of how they have been raised, who have their leaders been? This is where the challenge lies, it's the inability for people to change. The world is not what it was 10 years ago. The successful companies are those whom have adapted to change. Because they know to be relevant they need to harness the power and the vision of the millennials. The extent to the dynamic shift within the workplace is further elaborated by this. The economic downturn that hit the world in 2008 as well as the tendency for people to live longer and healthier lives than ever before have both contributed to a tendency for employees to choose to stay in the workplace longer and delay their retirement. By 2024, about 25% of the workforce is projected to be over the age of 55. That compares to only about 12% of the workforce in 1994. In fact, in some workplaces, 55 doesn't even begin to signify time to retire. Those in their 60s, 70s and even 80s also are 
deciding to stay in their place either full-time or part-time. This trend has resulted in a new phenomenon, more generations in the workplace. In fact, today many workplaces are composed of five generations. Traditionalists, born before 1946. Baby boomers, born between 1946 and 1964. Generation X, born between 1965 and 1976. Generation Y or millennials, born between 1977 and 1997 and Generation Z, born after 1997. That diversity can certainly provide benefits in terms of the unique backgrounds and perspectives that each generation brings. It can also lead to a misunderstanding and conflict though. Recognizing the potential for conflict and taking steps to proactively minimize the potential can help ensure a positive environment for all, one in which multiple perspectives and generations can thrive. So the diverse thinking continues. Therefore, this is where I think the major problem lies, leadership. Parental and organizational leadership is failing to raise, nurture and develop themselves into modern day thinking. Let's unpack this further. Most people think millennial problems are over-exaggerated and a product of the entitled millennial hipster model that we've created. Yet the millennial generation is facing insane challenges, unlike generations before, that most people don't fully understand the implications of these real millennial problems. Let me explain. I have the real challenges facing millennials that might shock you or bring waves of clarity for all the 20-somethings out there who have felt lost, frustrated and fighting an uphill battle. Millennial problem one. Millennials are the largest generation and are the most educated generation in history. This sounds exciting, but with the supply of educated workers much higher than the demand for them in the workforce, it has created a perfect storm of unemployment, underemployment and a flat-out frustrating beginning to their careers. A degree still feels like a must, but is no longer the automatic door opener. Millennium problem number two. 40% of unemployed workers are millennials. We are stepping out of what I term the steroid era. Just like the heroes in sport we cheered and cried out for were found to be artificially enhancing their success, so was almost every facet of business, real estate and government. When leaders, sport figures and CEOs say, I'm not a liar, it merely feels like the perfect preface for Steven Spielberg to use as a punchline. Every generation uses the ceiling of the generation before them to become their floor to build off. Instead, it feels like the millennial generation is dodging the crumbling remains of the ceiling exploding above them. Millennial problem number three. Average college debt for a millennial is around $33,000 with a medium household income remaining the same since 1999. With college debt now at about $1.3 trillion and college tuition seeing a 1.14% increase since the late 70s, coupled with the longest stretch of income stagnation in the history of the world, no wonder why we have the highest percentage of 20-somethings ever recorded. Around 35% are living back with their parents. Millennium problem number four. Millennials are reporting the highest levels of clinical anxiety, stress and depression than any other generation at the same age. With some of the statistics above, no wonder why so many 20-somethings feel like they are going through a quarter-life crisis and are looking for ways to cure this intense identity crisis. Many want to blame millennial problems on the fact that they are entitled and lazy. Sure, they have things that they need to improve upon as they reset their expectations and timelines for how long and hard it's going to be to find their way. But when I look at millennials, I don't see a generation entitled to success. They are obsessed with it. Couple that with the new disorder I've coined as the new OCD, obsessive comparison disorder, and you have a whirling destructive force of anxiety and depression. And there's real repercussions to this reality, like the scary statistics from psychology today. The suicide rate among young adults has tripled since 1950s, and suicide is currently the second most common cause of death amongst college students. 
The fifth millennial problem is that they are having children at an average age of 30, with 40% of births in the millennial generation being non-marital. Buying a house, getting married and having kids are all being pushed back 5 to 8 years later than previous generations. When you can't afford to pay rent, you're definitely not thinking about the typical adult makers of achievement and progress. Researcher Jeffrey Jensen Onnet calls it emerging adulthood. As young adults today aren't stepping full force into adulthood, they are backing into it. They are sliding their way through all the setbacks to try and create a life that they want to live. It's just taking a lot longer than anyone could have planned. I think that from this we can all agree that the pressures of the modern world are immense. Teens are growing up faster yet developing later. It's an oxymoron with great effects on behavioral patterns. Therefore, in the workplace as leaders, don't dwell on differences. Build collaborative relationships. Study your employees. Create opportunities for cross-generational mentoring. Consider life paths. This is a lot to take in now and things are far too complex to finish this in one episode. Therefore, let's catch up some more on this topic next week. Thanks for listening to the show. Follow Gareth Talks on Facebook and Instagram. You can catch the show on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, SoundCloud and GarethTalks.com. Please join the conversation.